ML Nation, episode 420. Get over the perfectionism and stop comparing yourself to people that you think are perfect. People are just people. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built teams to over 80,000 and is now a full-time business coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us right now. Here is Simon Chan. Hey, ML Nation. A lot of you have asked me about one-on-one coaching. And for the next few days only, here's your chance. We are open applications right now for our MLM Nation Mastermind. So if you're interested, go to mlmnation.net forward slash mastermind. It does require an application, but we're opening it up for the next few days. Go to mlmnation.net forward slash mastermind. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. I'm fired up to bring our special guest today, and this is her second time on the show. So you know it's going to be good. We've got Laura <laughs> Wells. Hey, Laura, are you ready to make it happen? Let's do it. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I feel like it's been a year since we've been talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it actually has been almost a year. Can you believe how fast time flies? It seems like it was just only a week ago, two weeks ago, we talked, and when we communicated the other way, the other couple of weeks ago, I was like, wait. We just had you on the show. I look back. No, it's always been a year. But yeah. um, for those who don't know, this is like I said, Laura was the second time on the show. She first appeared on episode 306. Go check that out. And for those who don't remember her, she's been in network marketing for 15 years. And before being a leader, she worked on the corporate side of network marketing. She was involved with behind the scenes of major MLM companies and saw the good and the bad and the great and maybe the ugly. But she loved it so much. Doesn't matter why she loved it so much that she decided to become a distributor instead. So at her company right now, Laura's been able to earn a car bonus in her first 17 days. She's also earned multiple vacations and was featured on her company's magazine. The reason we brought Laura back was for the second time is really because she, even though she lives in a small town in Georgia, up in the Appalachian Mountains, she's recruited over a thousand people using exclusively social media. She's a rock star on social media. She's also spoke on stage at Eric Rory's Most Powerful Woman in Network Marketing event recently. So, Laura, anyway, I give the MLM Nation a brief intro. But maybe before we talk about social media, because that's what I want to talk about, why don't you give people a glimpse of uh, how did you get started with network marketing? Yeah, um, and thank you so much, Simon. I swear, this is I could do this like once a week. So if you ever go to like doing even more, I seriously, <laughs> I love your show. I'm obsessed with watching all the other leaders who are on here. So um, just big kudos for you. I mean, you're so consistent with this and you bring on the best of the best. So it's an honor to be here. Um, so hey, everybody. Um, so I, I actually got started in direct sales and in a very traditional way. I started out doing home parties. Um, and it was when my kids were really little, they were about two and a half and six months old. And, um, like most mamas, I was, I was a stay at home mom, but I really wanted to bring some kind of income to my family. Um, I really just, I thought, man, it would be awesome if I could make like a couple hundred dollars a month just to fill the gaps. You know, my husband is, um, former military. And so I started out doing that. I, I actually, did very, very well doing that. I won trips and awards and top recruiting and sales and stuff like that, but it was exhausting. I was doing home parties, like 10 to 15 home parties a month, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that towards around 2012-ish, with really the boom of everybody's going towards social media, I kind of had this light bulb moment of, whoa, like I can grow my business online from home having my Friday nights and my Saturdays <laughs> at home um, and even grow bigger, you know, because with social media, I can reach more people versus getting lucky and having an awesome hostess how it gets maybe 20 people in the room. I could leverage it and do bigger things online. So um, so I've been around the industry for a really long time, but as far as network marketing online, really just the past several years. So let's talk about online right away. Uh, and by the way, just copying in, episode 306 is when Laura first appeared. You can go there for a full story. But we wanted to focus on online here. So what are some common mistakes that distributors make with social media? Let's start with there. Oh, boy. Um, okay, so before I go into this, I'm guilty too. <laughs> okay. I think that I think the most common mistake, this is actually two opposite ends of the spectrum. A really common mistake that I see is um, being super duper spammy 
uh, we've all seen it. Like, um, actually, I'll just give an example. I'm not going to shout out any names or anything, but um, like just recently over the past um, four weeks, I was diagnosed with cancer and I had surgery to get rid of the cancer and my margins are clear. So all is, all is good. All is fine. Um, but when I announced that to Facebook, um, I had people posting on my wall, Hey, drink this water. Hey, take this supplement. Hey. And it's like, okay. So that's, the one side of it, right, of big mistakes people can do. But the other side of it is being so fearful that you're going to do the wrong thing on social media that you don't do anything on social media. Um, and that's that's a whole nother thing in itself, right? Um, so if you do the wrong thing, it, in my opinion, it's better to do the wrong thing and learn from it if you're coachable than to do nothing. You have to be willing to make mistakes. Yes, definitely. Um, there's two extremes there. So, yeah. What are some things that if people want to get started with social media? What uh, should they be? What was the first steps they should do? To get started with social media. <laughs> yeah, to build um, a business. To get started, maybe they're using social media yeah. to hang out with friends. How do you use it? What's the first steps they should do online? So. I think it's a good idea to, um, what I personally did, you know, in launching your business on Facebook, reach out to the people who are closest to you, the people who, um, you, you know, the people that are really close to you that you wouldn't want to find out big news from them by seeing a Facebook post, right? Those kinds of people. I'm talking like maybe five or six people reach out to those people and just say, Hey, just as a heads up, I haven't gone public with this yet, but I'm about to do something that's really exciting. And I want to let you know, um, can I like test this out with you first? Right. So I, I do do that. Um, and that's the way we launch our new promoters saying, Hey, just reach out to the people who are closest to you. Um, I think it's good to get the bubbling up of excitement going. Um, so when you launch your business, you know, you don't have to verbally vomit it all over with your link and your video and click this and click and read that. And it's just like too much stuff. It's like a fire hose of information. But if you give little teasers and generate some excitement about what you're super excited about, you're doing something new, um, you know, we all see good and bad examples of that. My, I don't think there's a right way. I don't think there's a wrong way. I think there's your way. You have to be willing to try things, do more of what works, do less of what doesn't, right? Um, a quick tip I'll give to you guys is you can actually download your Facebook friends list that is actually a feature in Facebook. You can download your Facebook friends list into a document right there on your computer, print it out. Okay, so like if you have a ton of friends, it's gonna be kind of annoying. But you can print that out and you can use that to say, start here, right? Even if you only have 200 Facebook friends, contact 200 people. <laughs> you know, be cool and casual and genuine about it saying, hey, I'm actually a little nervous to reach out to you about this, but I didn't want it to let, you know, go by and have you find out in public and me not reaching out to you. So I always find that transparency and authentic, um, you know, just messaging works really, really well for people instead of a, Hey, have you heard about the blah, blah, blah. I mean, you have to sound like you, right. Mm -hmm. Um, and make your voice the same as they see it online too. So when you message, what do you say? What should you say? So if you're messaging someone, this is, I call it my chicken list script. Um, and, Here's, here's the funny thing, and this is coming from years of experience, right? Um, there are certain people that you're afraid to reach out to for, for one reason or another. Maybe they're your aunt that's super judgmental. <laughs> or maybe it's someone that you really admire and that has had super success, right? And you're, regardless, you're chicken, chicken. You're just nervous about reaching out to them. Always remember that person was born on a table just like you, okay? They have their own fears. They have their own doubt. Um, they have their own stuff going on and they're just people. So if you keep that in your mind and you just message, you know, like if you're reaching out to someone and you're like, okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna go for this. Um, I hope your day is going well. I have to be honest with you. I've been super nervous to reach out to you because I admire you or whatever. Um, or if it's your you know, family or something, because your response means a lot to me, right? Um, but I got to do it anyway. I'm super excited. I'm launching a new business and I'd love your support. If not doing the business with me, I think the product would be great for you. And if you're open to checking it out, I'd love to send you some info.
or a video or whatever. Um, I just think coming out and being forward and saying, I'm super nervous to reach out to you right now, but I'm doing it anyway. I just think that immediately eliminates the barrier of having to be perfect. And it's actually endearing for you to say, because most of the time when I've done that to somebody, the response is like, girl, why are you nervous to reach out to me? I'm just a person. And then it brings it all like, I don't know, because I'm dumb. I don't know. I just get chicken sometimes. So it'll it'll be better than you think. Very good stuff. And um, like, I, you, like you shared in the last episode, being authentic, right? And that's really authentic. You're nervous and sharing that, being vulnerable. And I think when you share that like, when people are nervous to you, um, I think when people say, hey, Simon, I'm nervous. I've been waiting to tell you. <laughs> I, I actually I actually want to listen to that person then. Right? Yeah. As opposed to someone like, Someone's trying to pretend I know like a hot shot and something. I know they're not like that. They took it from some script or something. Um, yes. And p- people try to pitch me opportunities all the time. Like I instantly don't look at it. But when people share, like, hey, I'm being really nervous. I want to reach out to you. I'm like, even though I'm not going to join or whatever, look at it. But at least it got me interested. It made me respect the person a lot more. Right. Here's the thing. So I, a few days ago, I got a message from somebody. Um, and she started out and she said, okay, I literally have a script to copy and paste to t- to share this with you, but I'm so nervous and reaching out to you because it's you and blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't know why. And I literally responded back like, seriously, like, OMG, that you're, you're awesome. And I went to her Facebook page and I started chatting with her about that. And I just, I really, um, I did. The respect level went way up because she was like, okay, I have a copy paste script from my upline, but you know, I don't, I don't want to come across that way. I was like, girl, that's super good. So remember that. <laughs> yes, being authentic. Now, uh, let's talk about um, what about if you screwed up before? Like someone's listening here. They did, they were the spammy, spammy, was too excited. Uh, what can they do to kind of uh, undo the damage? Or where, where should they start now if they've done that before? Oh, that's such a great question. And this is a really great um, excuse to go back and follow up with people. Okay, because sometimes we get stuck and we're going back to our messages and then we're like, oh, that was really bad and super embarrassing. And then we sometimes our our um, our gut tells us, oh, just like <laughs> erase that from your mind, like block it out and don't ever talk to that person again. That's a mistake. What you need to do is go back to that person and like do little arrows up and go, OMG, so sorry about the message above. I have learned so much since then. I've still been thinking about you about this, but whoa, super embarrassed about that message above. Can we have a (laughs) do-over? I mean, just like you're talking to somebody in the grocery store, you don't need scripts to build relationships. Scripts are really more of a guide and kind of like a, if you kind of freak out, you have a little something to remind you what you were talking about, but it's got to come from in here. It's got to come from, the what you can do to serve that person right so my goal is to get rid of the elephant in the room (laughs) okay because as soon as the facebook messenger pops up they're going to see what you messaged before right and so if you just get it out of the way and go omg that's embarrassing (laughs) can we have a do-over then there's nothing else to talk about other than what you want to talk about yeah, it's being real. I think we overthink things. Like, oh, what, what are you going to say? Just apologize. Like you say, if you bump into someone in the grocery store and you kind of like bumped into them or, you know, uh, spilled milk on them, whatever. It's like, you say, right. apologize. Sorry. I was a little nervous. And, but this is what I want to share. Just be real. I think, we over, I, think, I think the realness is what attracts people. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Because it's rare. And that's, that's super sad to say. But realness in this profession is rare. Hmm. Think about that because there are a ton of scripts. There are books that tell you exactly what to do and the seven steps to blah, blah, blah and doing this. And when you find someone who's authentic and can be real, those person, those people stand out like literal unicorns because it's just so rare to find people who are willing to be their authentic self and not have to rely on being perfect. Um, and so, and it's, it's, super rare. So when you find something like that, if you find someone like that, um, even if they're in another company, I mean, follow them, link arms with them, run with those people because iron sharpens iron. The more you're around people who are truly able to be themselves, um, you will start feel more comfortable being yourself too. Right. So, um, just 
it doesn't have to be necessarily an upline or a downline like Simon. I mean, we're not in the same, I don't, we don't financially benefit from each other <laughs> doing this, but iron sharpens iron. So mm. lock arms with people who you want to emulate more of. Where should you go find people? If someone's like, I've talked about one market, I've heard you recruited a thousand people. Obviously these are uh, not one market that you recruited right, on social media. So how would you uh, find prospects online? Online, seriously, the world is so big. Okay, there are 2 billion people on Facebook alone. That's not even including like LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all of that, right? So um, Pinterest is another good one, especially for those of you who are in businesses like um, um, makeup, you know, skincare, um, home decor, things like that, jewelry. Um, really, really good for Pinterest. Um, that's a great place to be. It, if you're trying to build your business online, I mean, yes, I've recruited a thousand people, but it's they're they're from all over the place because everywhere I go, whether it's online or offline, I'm trying to be. Um, <clears throat> I just want to make friends everywhere. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, so here's the thing: it's like sometimes you might meet someone in a Facebook group, right? So joining groups that are um, of similar interest, right? So if you're interested in um, horseback riding, or if you're interested, we have a miniature dachshund. That's um, the dog that was back there by the fire. So if you're, if you're interested in certain specific things, you know, link up in those groups with people who you already have a common interest. You already have something you can talk about with them, right? So um, I have red hair. Usually when I come across someone who is another ginger, <laughs> I have an immediate connection, right? And so um, it's just one of those things. You've got to find some kind of commonality. Um, it, it, that, honestly, if you remove the whole online versus offline, it's all the same. People are people, whether they're in front of the computer screen in the grocery store or when they're behind a social media platform, they're still a human being on the other side. And as long as you keep that in mind, you can build connections with them. Great advice, Dad. Really cool stuff. Um, very good. So, let me, let's just talk about our personal stuff here. I know you said you had your recent health challenge. Uh, and a lot of things have happened since we last talked and had you on the show in January. So, what's been going on with your life? Um, what I was, I'll start with, uh, yeah, talk a little bit about health challenge if you're okay. And I'll ask you a couple other questions as well. Yeah. So, um, I know, like, a whole lifetime has happened since our last um, chat together. So, um, I think when we chatted last, I had um, <clears throat> just retired my husband, or I was just about to retire my husband from his corporate job. Um, and then uh, nine months later-ish, I retired myself. Um, I was president of a very large women's networking organization um, that's international, and I retired myself from that to pursue network marketing full-time. Um, and then, um, and so it was late September, um, a bump on my shoulder. Ooh, this is a good platform for my PSA. Do not ignore lumps and bumps anywhere on your skin. <laughs> um, but I had a lump on my shoulder that um, they did a biopsy on, and it turned out to be leiomyosarcoma. Um, it's a very rare type of sarcoma. I always thought that sarcoma is just, just a skin cancer. It's actually a very rare type of cancer in the smooth muscle. Um, <clears throat> so they actually, on 10-10, so it was three weeks ago, um, they did a surgery from the front of my shoulder all the way back to the bottom of my shoulder blade um, to take out about that much <laughs> of skin all the way down to the muscle. They got it, clear margins, good to go. I don't need chemo or radiation or anything like that. So um, <clears throat> super grateful for that. But, you know, I mean, here's the deal. So I think I mentioned this to you before, Simon, is that October was actually one of my best personal months recently. And so how do you have a diagnosis, a surgery, a recovery and all of that and still have one of your best months ever leveraging social media. Um, and, and that means that I have been doing daily activities consistently following up, um, putting myself out there, always messaging, always having a contact list, just always doing income producing activities, whether it's a little bit or a lot, it doesn't matter as long as you're consistent. And because of that, the fruits of my labor happen to come um, during the month of October, I don't know, call it timing or whatever, but <clears throat> you can grow your business 
online if you're just consistent with it, right? It's the, it's the seed time and harvest principle. Eventually, if you keep doing the little things, the right things consistently over time, you will produce a harvest. Um, but having that cancer and the surgery and the recovery and all of that, um, honestly, that I think it's impossible to go through something like that without having like a major aha moment, <laughs> right? For, for whatever. It's one of those defining moments in your life. And for me, it was... Um, I became even more passionate about this profession because my husband didn't have to worry about taking sick days or vacation time or losing his pay to take care of me 24 seven. I mean, the guy washed my hair. I mean, it was like for, for two and a half, almost three weeks, he was bathing me and washing my hair and taking care of me and making me food and nonstop 24 seven. And he would not have been able to be there and do all of that if he were still in corporate America in his very stressful job. So um, for me now it's, I have my belief level. No one can tell me this profession is not worth it. No one like, hello. Um, but it went from like, like a, to a whole nother level of realizing more people need to know this is an option for them. Um, because that was truly priceless to be able to have that freedom and um, where I feel like I could heal faster. I felt like I could heal better um, because I wasn't stressed out, you know, or worried about that or worried about really anything other than just getting well. So you had mentioned, well, glad that you were, you know, October was in a couple of days ago and you're on the show. So it's cool. So you talked about income producing activities. On, for online, what are the income producing activities online? I know you know in offline, you know, you pick up the phone, you call people, you follow up. In on, on in the online social media, what are the income producing activities? Yeah, um, for me, and so for you know, for a bunch of different businesses, it's probably going to be different, like little details. But in the general scheme of things, you've got to be consistently um, introducing new people to what you're doing, both um, as far as your business goes, and introducing people to what your product does as far as who you can serve, whether you can serve them through your product or service or whether you can serve them through your business or both. Um, you've got to be introducing new people to that and then bringing them through what we call it the info funnel, bringing people through and not being the one to give all of the information, be the one to direct people to the information, right? Um, and if you're constantly doing that, bringing people in, introducing them to the info funnel and to the information, all that's left is following up with the people that you did that before with. And then it just, be, it literally is just a cycle. You're bringing people through, introducing them to the information um, and following up and constantly getting new connections made, solidifying and nurturing the connections that you have is really important. Here's a tip for you guys. Once you bring someone into your business or into your product, right? And they're like, yeah, they said yes. <laughs> it doesn't stop there. Um, just recently, I had an experience where, you know, this person was wanting to get me onto their service and um, I signed up, I started the subscription and boy, he was like on it, right? While he was still, you know, I don't know, courting me for lack of mm -hmm. better words, right? He was like, he was doing all the stuff that he was supposed to be doing. The minute I signed up, I literally have not heard from him since. And it's like, dude, <laughs> that's, you've got to continue nurturing because you can lose people just as fast as you can bring them in if you don't nurture them. It's like a, it's like a marriage, right? Continue to nurture the people that you have while you're still working on the people that you're um, hmm. introducing to. All right, I'm going to ask you an embarrassing question. So, uh, but it shows you like you're real, right? What was the worst mistake you've made on social media? The mistake I've made on social media. Okay. Or the dumbest thing you've done on social media. <laughs> See, last time in our interview, you stumped me with this question and you're going to do it again. I'm trying to think. Okay. We actually talked about this earlier. So I feel like I had a little bit of a heads up. Um, it, it was, okay. So two things. I've done a lot of embarrassing things. I've been around By the way, you know it's because you talked about it. You gave me the idea to ask it. I didn't have a plan to ask it. But you said it, so you kind of like, uh, you know, so i got to ask that question now. 
<laughs> okay. Um, I would say, you know, when you go back and you read those old, old messages, the ones where you were really super excited about your business and you were just like, oh my gosh, you got to join my business and you got to try this product and it's the best in the world. We have the best compensation plan and oh my gosh, if you want to join my team, you can make this amount of money and you can solve this problem and blah, blah, and like, we've all done that, right? Where you're like spammy Sally, right? In the messenger. So, I mean, I've done that. Everybody's done that. Um, I think that's probably my most embarrassing thing is going back and kind of like even forgetting that I've talk to somebody about my business um, or about my product and then going to click the button where you start a new Facebook message with them and you're thinking, new person, clean slate, let's go. And then you click it you're like, uh-oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was really bad. Um, but I mentioned before, you can go back and you can say, whoa, dude, like that was really bad, super awkward, so sorry about the message above and make little arrows or something and point up and just say, whoa, super bad, can we have a do-over? Um, so yeah, I mean, the most embarrassing thing is just that, that verbal vomit, but, but I will take that embarrassment over inactivity hmm. any day. Hmm. Cause you can always fix being a dork <laughs> in your approach. Um, you can't fix it though. If you've done nothing and someone else has talked to them about your business or your product, before you, because you were thinking about it, but not doing it, you can't fix that. Too late, gone. You can go back and fix the oopsies that you've made before, yeah. just by authentic. Also, even if you make the oopsie, the, the, the people, when they see like a terrible message like that, they're expecting, oh, Laura's gonna be out of the game. This thing's not gonna work. She's a total idiot, right? And But when you follow up with them and you're like, well, Laura's still in the game? Yeah. Then they start actually paying attention. Well, even if you send a message like this, because most people are not persistent. So just the fact that you're being consistent, persistent, like, well, Laura must be pretty successful now. Because, like, she sent that garbage to me, and uh, it's been months later, and she's still, or years later, and she's still doing what she's doing. So she, this thing right. must work, right? Yeah. It gives them yeah. hope, too, because they realize, well, someone can screw up like that and still become successful. Totally. Oh, my gosh. Totally. Use Use your most awkward, embarrassing things, um, store it away, write it down, journal it something, because I guarantee you, you're going to be able to use those things to share with your team when they're afraid or they're like stuck in fear. What if I mess up? What if I do this? And you're like, oh, you cannot do worse than this. Let me tell you what I did and how I fixed it. Right. You can always use it for good. Um, but yeah, it, the consistency, you nailed it. The consistency and persistence. To me personally, look, I've been in this industry for a really long time. There is nothing that I respect more in this industry than to see leaders in this profession who are still promoting their business, who are still a fan of the product they promote. You know, they're getting paid every week or every month because of the product or whatever. To me, Man, that boosts my respect level big time when I see someone who's making it big but still promoting what got them there in the first place. Mm. Um, too many times we see network marketing leaders who they go off and spin out and do all these other different things and they forget what got them there in the first place. Is that like, are you still using your product? Are you still using your service? How come you never talk about it? So, consistency and persistence. Um, yeah, big, big things, because trust can go out the window. If you are out of sight, you're out of mind. People don't want to do business with people that are fly by night. There's too many of those. There's too many people who give it six months and then they're out, right? <clears throat> we want to link arms. Like I watched my sponsor for two years. Um, I knew about this company because I've, I've watched all the different companies. I said no to her for two years, made fun of her, <laughs> literally told her no, all of that. The reason being is because most people in this profession um, pump and dump. And I wanted to really make sure if I lock arms with someone that they're going to be there for the long haul. And because that's who I am. If I put my name on something, then they know, right? Mm. It's, I'm in it for the long haul. Um, boy, I think that's a really big, a really big one is the consistency. And especially on social media. Because everyone yes. can make one or two motivational posts. And then I think the mistake that people make is say, all right, they do it for one week, two weeks. Oh, I'm not seeing any results. It doesn't work. Now, people yes. are watching. Like you said, you, you got to be out. If you're out of sight, you're out of mind. People are watching yes. you and you get that consistency. Like you, you post a lot of good stuff. People realize, 
because most people are not consistent, the fact that you are consistent, immediately you stand out as someone that people want to yeah. associate with. Yeah. ML Nation, one of the most recommended books by entrepreneurs is Think and Grow Rich. And in Chapter 10, it talks about one of the things you must need in order to be successful. It's called The Power of the Mastermind. It's the driving forth. And what is a mastermind? It's top leaders getting together to share ideas. And right now, for the next few days only, ML Nation Mastermind is open and we're accepting applications. In our mastermind, one of the things that our members love the most is the hot seats where you get a kick in the butt by me. It is accountability to the highest degree. Uh, this is the only mastermind we, where you get a weekly call of coaching. Also, you get to attend our retreats. These are four times a year. This is These are valued at $10,000. And also you get connected with top leaders. So you're going to grow more. Your team will grow more. And also your income will increase. Again, if you want interested, fill out the application. You can get the application at mlnation.net forward slash mastermind. Again, that's mlnation.net forward slash mastermind for your application. Hey, awesome stuff. Uh, as we wrap up, a couple quick questions to pick your brain. And these are kind of little variations uh, that we did last time. I'll, make, I'll, I'll do my best to stump you. <laughs> so, but this is easy. What's your favorite success quote that motivates you? Oh, this one is this one is super easy. Um, <clears throat> so, this applies to a lot of different areas of your life too. Um, and it is Zig Ziglar, and he said, "You can have everything in life that you want if you'll just help enough other people get what they want." Okay, think about that like really digest it and chew on it. It sounds like, it sounds like he's talking about just help your team earn money and then you'll make more money too. I think it goes deeper than that. Look at, um, this is a great example, MLM nation, right? We are not on like the same team in network marketing or whatever, but if you can help other people get what they want, okay, then you can have what you want. So in terms of, um, social networking, give to give, Right. So think about like Simon, how can I serve him? What does he want? He wants his name more like public, more out there. So right now, like exactly what we're doing, my contacts are seeing him. His contacts are seeing me. We're cross promoting each other, but we're providing value to the community. You can have everything in life that you want if you just help enough other people get what they want. And that is um, always something to keep in the front of your mind. Yeah. Yeah, I want to add something. You talked about uh, leaders, right? They stop doing what there's a lot of uh, quote unquote leaders. I'm a leader, I'm a leader. But real leaders are looking for consistency. Like you are looking for your sponsors. Yeah, is she gonna disappear? Is she gonna fade away? And even with ML Nation, we just hit our four million downloads. We've been almost for three years now. Uh, but the first year was um, the first couple of months it was hard to get the show going because a lot of ML leaders are like, hey, who's the Simon Chan guy? Is am I gonna waste my time for an hour and the show will be gone? You know, right. and, and even since then, there's been a lot of other MLM podcasts have come and gone, come and gone. And, you know, you talk about distributors quitting. I think the average podcast <laughs> lasts only six episodes. Oh, my gosh. The last, you know, you can see all type of podcasts. There's millions of them now on iTunes. Average one lasts six episodes. And But, you know, after the first year, six months, it got easier. You got bigger time leaders on there. Now it's been three years and very, very easy to get people on the show. But you're right. The people are successful. You want to get people are successful, you got to be consistent. You know, consistent, yep. consistent, consistent. For me to get Laura on the show the first year, probably much, much harder. Uh, I think we got you on the third, third year of the show much easier now. And now the second time, right? So it's leaders like Laura, they're looking for consistency. You, you want to track better people, and you got to be consistent, persistent and consistent. Yeah. You can always get money back. You can't get time back. So when you invest time into someone, make it worth your while. If you invest time in doing anything, make sure you're going to really do it. Like, I don't do things halfway, right? So consistency is a big one for me because I just, I don't say yes to things that I don't intend on seeing all the way through. <clears throat> yes. So, big one. Um, what is one habit, aside from consistency, what's one habit that's helped you become successful? I think that's changed over time. Um, I mean, in the beginning, you know, success habits like spending a few minutes every day on personal development, um, especially in the beginning stages, being a student. Um, I am still a student. 
Um, I am always reading something either on a book or in a, um, an online course or listening to something. You've got to continuously be a student, but implement what you learn. Um, the best way to be a student is to consume the education, consume the um, whatever you're learning, and then reteach it to your team. If you're like, I don't know what to train my team on. I don't know what to go live about. That means you're not doing any personal development. That means you're not learning anything because if you have nothing to talk about, <laughs> like, you know, some of the stuff that I've even mentioned today um, in our interview is stuff that I just learned a few days ago from like Ray Higdon, right? So it's, it's always just reteaching. Um, today, that's shifted for me. I still do personal development. I'm still a student. Um, but, and this will obviously vary from person to person. I pray over my network and my business a daily, sometimes even 10 times a day, <laughs> depending on what's going on. Um, but I, I pray people in, I pray people who are staying here, I pray for people who are staying here on our team, praying for people, even as they leave. Um, I just, I want God to be the CEO of my business. Hmm. I'm not in charge here. I am just the vehicle. I am the messenger. Um, whoever comes in, comes in. Some people are here for a lifetime. Some people are here for a season. Everything has a reason, but I would say the habit that I've gotten into recently is, um, in addition to the constantly being a student, is just keeping the main thing the main thing, right? And you've got to remember you are not the one in control here, um, at least for me. There's always a higher power in charge, but God is my CEO. Um, and I'm, I'm asking him for the right people <laughs> at the right time to say yes um, or no. Sometimes God moves people out of your business and you are like, why? Um, and then two years later, you're like, oh, <laughs> it's always for a purpose. So great. Have Very good stuff there. Uh, what's the best piece of advice you ever received, Laura? Oh boy. Well, when you're a constant student, you get lots of advice. Um, probably the best one has probably also challenged me the most, um, has been to stop trying to make it perfect. Mm. Um, this business is very fluid, right? People, and there's a lot of moving parts. If you get really wrapped up into trying to make it perfect, launch at the perfect time, say the perfect thing to the perfect person at the perfect time and have the perfect outcome, you're gonna be sorely disappointed. You've gotta be willing to do it fast. You've gotta be willing to do it ugly. You've gotta be willing to make those really embarrassing messages and then go back and try and fix it with authenticity. And so um, bottom line, get over the perfectionism and stop comparing yourself to people that you think are perfect. Um, People are just people. Yes. Even Laura, who sponsored a thousand people, sent dumb messages before. No oh, one's perfect. Oh, probably 10,000 dumb messages <laughs> to have a thousand people say yes. So, yeah, I mean, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a, a, a couple more questions and we wrap up. What's your favorite prospecting tool? So, say you have a qualified prospect, do you send them to your company video, online video? What do you like? Or webinar, Zoom? What do you like to use? Um, we have a lot of great tools. Um, right now, I mean, our our company is very much story based. Um, so I use our fan page a lot. There are story after story after story there. Um, for me, anytime I can send someone to someone else's story that it's not just working for me, it's working for somebody else, third party validation. Um, <clears throat> so whether that's a story on a fan page, your video that you have, or um, maybe even putting them on the phone with someone or doing a three-way chat, that's good. Um, but I use Facebook Messenger for literally everything. Mm. <laughs> everything. As far as like a tool goes, Facebook Messenger. Um, what's the best book you read this year? Oh, my gosh. This one. I actually have it right here because I'm, I'm in the middle of it. Oh, mm. is it backwards? No, we um, see it. Okay, cool. It's Andy Andrews, The Seven Decisions. And... Um, it is uh, pretty eye-opening, but it's understanding the keys to personal success. It talks a lot about consistency in here. Um, really phenomenal book. This is one of those breathing books that um, every time you read it, it's going to hit you in a different way, depending on where you are in your life and your business. So um, definitely grab that book and read it over and over and over. And here's the last question, the million-dollar question. Oh, God. Okay. 
Imagine you have to start all over again and you knew no one but your, all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. You're kind of like an alien that went to another planet. But you, but you have your current knowledge, your current Laura. I know you're going to go to social media. So what's the first step you're going to do online to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? Groups, <clears throat> interest groups. Um, I think if you are just dropped in from another planet, don't know anyone, you can find common things with other people because of your internal, what you like, what you're interested in, or I don't know, like a, a group of redheads or a group of, um, my husband is a former Marine. So there, there's groups for everything y'all. And so if you can just find people that you have an instant, Hey, me too with, um, that'll ease. It'll just, it's an instant icebreaker. Right. Because if, if I can connect with another like a military wife and I say, you know, what branch of service was your husband in? And, you know, thank you guys for your service and for your support. And how long were you in? And it's an instant conversation that eventually can lead to. So what do you do? Right. So um, for sure, Facebook groups just but here, um, let me preface this. Don't go into Facebook groups with the intention of like spamming the group with, hey, buy my stuff or hey, what? Go to those interest groups, join those groups, and only join a few that you can really spend time in to connect in. Don't just join like a hundred groups and then set up a scheduler to post a bunch of stuff. And like, don't don't do that. Join like three or four of them that really hit your heart, um, and go in there being intentional, saying, "Okay, I'm gonna make some friends. Like, I want to find people that I can click with." Um, so go in there to meet people, to have conversations with, not just to pitch to, because people can smell that a mile away, especially in Facebook groups. Hmm. Hey, you've been amazing. Thank you, Laura, for not being on once, but twice on ML Nation. Um, as we wrap up, any last words of advice? And then what's the best way listeners can connect with you? Definitely Facebook. Um, I'll, I'll give you a little tip. This is something that's really been working for me, and I really think that um, – being able to do this over time is part of the reason why October was so good for us um, is <clears throat> Facebook has set up lots of tools for you to use. Um, so like the birthday section of Facebook, that's like to me, that is my like little follow up list. <laughs> OK, so if you go into the birthday section of Facebook, find out whose birthday it is today um, and then go over to Messenger and click the voice icon. There's a little microphone icon in Facebook Messenger. I tell you, if you want to stand out, don't just post on someone's wall with like 400 other people saying happy birthday, Billy, or whatever. Go to Messenger. Simon did this on my birthday, and it made him stand out like a whole nut. The dude sang happy birthday to me. <laughs> okay? So you can do that on Voice Messenger by clicking the um, voice mic icon for up to 60 seconds. Or you can do a video now. I totally expect a video happy birthday <laughs> again Simon my birthday is December 21st just saying um but you can do a 14 second video talk about standing out if you're like demonstrating your product or whatever you can use all of that kind of tool um right there but if you're like I don't know who to reach out to today go to the birthday section that's my big tip for you guys to take away and start implementing like right now there's somebody's birthday and you can connect with them awesome and what's the best way people can find you on Facebook Facebook. I live there. That's that's where I am. I am one of those people that I do check my message, like the other inbox, the message request. So if you want to reach out, Facebook message me and um, send me a friend request and let's chat. Hey, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you be hanging out with Laura Wells. So keep up the momentum and go to MLNation.net. Just have Laura at the search bar and the show notes, Laura's L-A-U-R-A. And all those nuggets of wisdom and the show notes and the link to Laura's Facebook will be right there. Definitely connect with her and check her out what she is doing and sing her happy birthday on December 21st. Hey, Laura, thank you so much. In order to be successful in life and network marketing, you must help others. So thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, Laura, and God bless you. Thank you, Simon. Hey, ML Nation, do you need a kick in your butt to get your business going? If you do, now's your chance. A lot of you have asked me about one-on-one coaching, uh, accountability, and for the next few days only, MLM Nation Mastermind is open and we're accepting applications. The highlights of the Mastermind, number one, is you get the hot seats, the hot, 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 where you get a kick in the butt, weekly accountability. In fact, we're the only Mastermind program in network marketing that's a weekly coaching call. 
You also attend our retreats. These are intimate events. These are free of charge. Most people pay $10,000 as a ticket, but you attend them for free. You also get to connect to top leaders uh, where you're gonna, so you can experience more growth, grow a bigger team, and increase your income. So if you need that accountability, really want to take your business to the next level, go to mlnation.net forward slash mastermind. Again, that's mlnation.net forward slash mastermind for your application. MLM Nation, Simon Chan here with a recap from a really good show from Laura Wells. Definitely connect with her. Great social media leader out there and uh, just making it happen. You know, she has she lives in a tiny place in Georgia, really in the kind of boonies in the Appalachian Mountains, uh, mountain range. And uh, really, but you know what the cool thing is? As long as you're online, you can build a business. And she shares like the things to do on social media, the mistakes you make, right? The, don't be super spammy. Right, but uh, on the other side is, I think this probably hurts many people more than the super spammies. They're scared to start. They don't know what to post, so they do nothing. And you know, the learning is in the doing. Just go out there, make the mistakes, but don't be spammy. Don't worry about the correct things to say. You know, a lot of people ask you, "What's the correct thing to say?" And they end up not saying anything. They're not having no activity. They're trying to figure out to figure out. Right, do it. And if you make mistakes, you know, everyone makes mistakes. I love what you just shared. Just. It's really, if you've made a mistake and screwed up on social media, it's, it's like an excuse to follow up. Just say, hey, you know what, super sorry. I got super, you know, I got really excited about my business. And I, you know, sent you probably a two spammy message. I apologize. But business has been, I just want to check in with you. Right? Simple. Just admit to your mistakes. Be a human. Uh, and I like what you said. Just come from the heart. Don't use scripts. Uh, ask for forgiveness. Sorry. So, you know, sorry. Don't just come from your heart. Be a human. Like if you, you know, we shared on the show if you had um, bumped into someone by accident at the grocery store, what would you say? Because I'm, I'm sorry I, I said that. I really apologize, right? Be human. Your chicken list. If we all have people who are scared to approach. Just tell them, you know, I've been really nervous to reach out to you, but I just want to uh, share with something. Your response is very important, you know, because you have influence and you're a very successful person. I really, really want to share something with you, right? Be honest. Be a human. I think when we try to use this script and try to sound perfect, that's when we people real because people know us, right? They see what we're doing and they're like, why, "Why are you acting that way?" Right? So again, be a human. This is a relationship business, online, offline. This is a people business. Behind every computer, behind every Facebook profile or social media profile, Instagram, there's a real human behind that. And they all have fears. Think about it, they all have fears. And this is something that really helped me. Every leader, every person you look up to, right? And uh, they are human. They go to the bathroom, they poop, they pee, they take showers, they smell, they stink. If you don't shower, they're human. So your chicken list, if you, if you kind of humanize that person, because a lot of times we feel like, wow, they've accomplished so much, they're such an influencer. Look at them like the fact they're just human, just like us. We're going to die, right? Then that will actually alleviate a lot of the stress, too, if you have problems reaching out to your chicken list. They're just human, just like you. And they have fears, too. Know that if you're in their shoes, they have fears. The older stuff that you're going through, they're going through it as well. All right. A uh, couple of tips in terms of getting started. Reach out to people close to you. Even before you go out there aggressively, um, to, talking to different people, meeting people, make sure you talk to your wall market. Don't leave money on the table. Okay. Talk to people. You always want to create curiosity. Be excited and create curiosity. There's no right way or wrong way. I think people think, what's the correct way? Just do it your way. Be real. Be the person who you are. Be the person who you, you're growing. Share your journey. People want to know the real you. Because realness in MLM is real. A lot of people, you know, and so if you're real and vulnerable, you stand out. You know, I know that's something that definitely helped me out was when I started doing online, I just shared the stuff I go through, you know. The things I was worried about when I was tired, I didn't feel like doing something. And people were shocked, like, wow, Sam, you're a leader and you didn't feel like doing it? I'm like, I'm human. I mean, I go through, I know how you feel. It builds that relatability. And that's very, very important. It makes you real. If you want to find prospects online, like Laura shares, uh, join groups, but join groups in similar groups. Uh, don't join two men and join two or three, and then have a common, you know, join groups. And I don't like business groups, but join groups where you have a common interest already, so you can openly share and be friends. It's easy to talk to. Talk to people, act like people. 
Laura shared about her story about her health challenges and how October had, was her best month. And, you know, it's the fruits of her labor. She was doing these income-producing activities, exposing the business to someone every single day, meeting new friends every day, following up, following up, like nurturing relationships, even after they join or become a customer, spending time. A lot of people don't do that. They, once people get them in, they don't spend time there. Nurture those relationships, right? You want to always... If you're prospecting, also direct people to info. You don't want to be the info. You don't want to be the source. You want to direct people to info where they can learn more. And, you know, people need to know about this amazing profession. They just hear about Laura's story, how she was able to retire her husband, the changes she's gone through since our last interview in January. Um, just makes me loud and proud to be this amazing profession. You know, but in order to get there, you got to be persistent and consistent. You know, I shared how ML Nation, it was, you know, challenging for us in the first couple of months but the more you do it the more you stay in the business it just gets easier and easier and easier people most people are not persistent they're not consistent so when you're that that you immediately stand out and leaders out there successful people they're looking for consistency because that's what people are looking for um great quote you can get money back but you can never get time back right take your time Treat it with value. It's the only thing you, you can never get back. So treat it with value. Don't waste your time in the, doing stupid stuff. Um, every day should be something. You know, building your business and also helping enough people. If you help enough people get what they want in life, you get everything you want in life. Just thank you, Laura, for sharing that. That's something that motivated me as well. In terms of posing, self-development, right? Uh, you don't know what to post. What are you learning today? Learn something. You learn something on this show, right? Go share it. Go share it out there, right? Uh, and the other, another thing is something that stops a lot of you being perfect. Stop trying to be perfect. Just go out there. Do it fast. Do it ugly. You know, money likes speed. Just do it. Because the more you make these mistakes, the more you grow, the quicker you grow as well. And never, never compare yourself to others. Because number one, you don't know their story. You don't know the pains they're going through. And don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20. They may seem to have a lot of success, but you never, they've never been through the stuff that you've been through. And... Uh, two other things, the million-dollar questions, just joining interest groups, but don't spam, like join Facebook groups. Just build relationships. And one of the best ways to build relationships, which is my favorite way, to be, way, and Laura brought it up, is singing happy birthday. Every day I just go through my birthday and sing happy birthday to every single person. You know, it's not easy. Simple, but not easy. I do it every single day. There's days where I got back at 2 a.m. in the morning from a flight or after the long day with the kids, but I always sing happy birthday. Now, since then, by the way, I share a tip. I've changed my routine. I do it first thing in the morning uh, when I'm walking my dog. I sing happy birthday, and uh, it's a great way to nurture those relationships that Laura talked about. Again, great show from Laura Wells. Definitely connect with her. Go to mlnation.net. Just on podcast. Search for Laura, L-A-U-R-A. The show notes will pop up. Check out her on the first episode. It was very good, too. She, talked about, she spent a little bit more time talking about authenticity. Um, that show is episode 306. And uh, thank you. If you like this, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Really appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Thanks again to Laura Rouse, to Simon Channel. I'm out of here. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thanks for joining us today. Now head over to MLMNation.net for valuable recaps of every show and also to get your free training resource on how to use online duplication to grow your business. Thanks again for being a part of this amazing profession.